When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Krista Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Georgia. We're talking Jenny and Georgia. Jenny and Georgia. It's me and Julie and Matt today. Jenny and Georgia Jenny loved and Georgia. it. I loved it. Yeah, me too. Matt called it trash TV. And I was like really upset because I was like, I truly fucking loved he it. He literally wants me to go on I Marie's know. podcast and do it. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I know. Well, he said it. He said that because we went for a walk yesterday because it's been beautiful here in Pennsylvania. And he was like, I, I knew I couldn't even ask you because you love it so much. And I was like, I mean, so you I. could try Kathleen because like, I don't know if she loved it as much as I did. So he said he was going to ask you, but I literally watched it the day it came out and I finished <sighs> it the next day. I fucking loved it. I don't know if I just loved the actress that played Georgia so much. She's perfect. It's not that like when I say it's trashy, like. I watch a lot of things that are trashy. I still enjoy them. But like this is like so like I didn't know what I was in for. I knew nothing about this show. Well, neither did I. I thought they were sisters. I thought it was going to be one of two things. I thought it was either going to be like really, really sitcom-y or that it was going to be like basically just like a modern version of like the Gilmore Girls. Like that was like what my expectations were. It's so soap opery mm-hmm. like throughout it. Like I wasn't like, oh, this is trash. I don't want to watch it. I was like, oh, this is that good stuff. This is that so good trash. It's just so much happening. Yeah. It's overwhelming. They took a they took a general Gilmore Girls plot, right? Like 
For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a 31-year-old mom and a 15, 16-year-old daughter. So she yeah. had her when she was super young. I read articles in the beginning of each year or whatever where it's like, show's coming to Netflix this year, and I read the blurb. And I remember reading this blurb months ago and it being like, a Gilmore Girls-esque show. And then before I watched the show, I read a recap of what of someone who already had binged it somehow because I maybe they got it prior because I was literally it was the day of. So this this review was like, it is Gilmore Girls, but also insane. It's like they couldn't shove any more plot points into the show. And I totally agree. I fucking loved it. And I will say that it surprised me, pleasantly surprised because I, I truly didn't really have any idea what was going to happen. It went from being cute and sweet to at least Ginny's side really stressing me out. And yeah. I I ended up not really liking her character at all. I thought they were going a different way with her. The whole Georgia storyline was on point for me. Chef's kiss. 10 out of 10. But yep. see, that's that's the thing is I find the, the Georgia side of it. Like when I talk about like it being trashy, like I think it's because like the Georgia storyline to me, like I love it. But like I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh wait, there's fucking murder now in this story. Yeah. Like, it's just like it's so outrageous. Yeah, but I think it's like Georgia is like a good bad person. Mm-hmm. Like she and she says it like all the time. Like she's doing the shit she's doing to protect her family. And Georgia came from yeah, a so fucked up family. Yeah, but like, don't compare her to Cersei. Like, come on. Yeah, no. Like, she married that guy who was creeping on her. Yeah. Let's not get that twisted. She was a young girl and he kept being like, when are you going to let me take you out? Like a fucking weirdo. And then she ended up marrying and of course she's going to fucking kill him for his fortune. She didn't love him. I There's, I mean, he, she could have maybe not killed him, but <laughs> it was to, all to save Ginny and wait, not put Ginny, wait, 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 Ginny wait. in the I system. I thought you were talking about the guy from the motel. You're talking about the ex-husband who whose money is is in play right now. I'm talking about the guy from the motel. Oh, she killed him. She killed both of them. Yes. Okay. So, what fortune are you talking about with Did I say fortune? Yeah. Yeah. When did I say that? You were saying that she killed him so that she could get the fortune Yeah, so for you're the kids. you're you're morphing the two? No, I didn't mean to say that. Okay. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it was so she didn't lose Jenny to child services. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. why she married him anyway. Yes. Yeah. And then she Oh, I did say to get his fortune. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> what I meant was like to just take everything that he had like money-wise, which wasn't a fortune. I mean, it was just some fucking guy, but at least like take the money and run and go somewhere else. And like, I think I loved it so much because like the first couple episodes, you're like, all right, like what's going on? Like not even the first couple, just like the first episode. And then you get into like flashbacks of when Georgia was younger and like the shit that she went through and she gets involved with like a biker gang, but it ends up like protecting her. Like she's like this young girl and that's where she meets Ginny's dad and like you get like the Zion whole Zion is sexy who is he yes yeah fuck fuck it's, Scott Porter Zion all the way you know what it reminds me of a little bit is she's got like a Kevin Spacey in House of Cards type thing where it's just like she's doing all these terrible things but you're just like she's never gonna get caught like she's just always like so well, many she's steps always, like, ahead ones, yeah she's yeah. always a couple steps ahead like even the whole situation with like the money that she was stealing and when you think that anxiety yeah you think like oh fuck she's fucked and then they're like no the money's there it's fine and then the guy that she works with i'm blanking yeah. on his name he's the best he's fantastic that babadook costume oh the my gay god icon when, oh my when he shows up as uh for their karaoke night dressed avril as lavigne. avril lavigne oh too good <laughs> but he's just like 
let's just get through it. Like this was just deposited this morning. Like he's like on to her, but you do wonder like, how the fuck does she know? Cause she's even like, yeah, I knew you were going to break into my office and check the accounts. Like, but it's like, bitch, how did you know? And I bet she's got hidden cameras everywhere. She's knowing everything that everyone is saying or sending. She's got so many contingency plans, I think for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything with Georgia, I loved. Right. But I, will say that a lot of her storylines were giving me anxiety, whether it's her stealing tickets and taking money from the sleepover, the sophomore sleepover, which you loved so much. Oh, I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why? You're like, fuck it? me up, sophomore yes. sleepover. Yes. Like, I was like, this is so funny. It was like, the, exactly. But it was like just their grade. And like, yeah. people are fucking sneaking off and getting drunk in classrooms. People are banging. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is sexy. I love this. Should we get into the plot? Like, should we walk through what the show's even about? Yeah. We're, I mean, do you want me to do it? You go ahead. Okay. I kind of wrote it down, so we'll see what I got. So it's Ginny and Georgia, and then there is a little brother, Austin, who's really motherfucking Heartthrob little cutie. So it's Ginny and Georgia, and then Austin is Georgia's other kid, but with another guy who's in jail. And they're moving from somewhere, I forget, to Massachusetts um, because her ex-husband had died, which you find out Georgia killed him. But we'll get to it. For his fortune. Yeah, well, fortune. And I love that it's because he was fucking creeping on Ginny. And Uh, Ginny, when Ginny realizes that, I was like, (gasps) I thought we were going to see some fucked up shit. I know. Like the yoga pose scene. Like I was like, what are we about to fucking see? But Ginny's also like, Georgia. Yeah. Well, Georgia sees that, and Jenny's also like, "Get the fuck off me!" Like, and I was like, glad to see that because, of of course, like in that situation, no one knows how they'd fucking react. Like, you just like tense up and you just don't say anything. I mean, I'm not surprised that Georgia killed him because of that. I was hoping it wasn't just for the fucking money. Yeah. Because I think Georgia knows when she has a good thing going. If she needs to fake it with a guy that she doesn't really love, so they can be secure. Yeah. But I love that the twist was she was sexually assaulted. She had a shitty childhood. She's seeing this happen to her daughter. She was not protected. She's like, fuck that. I love that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, put those flowers in my smoothie. That looks delicious. (laughs) Don't kill me, but it looks delicious. Seriously. Literally. Can't believe that, that those flowers act that fast. That was like all in the drink. I thought she was like slowly poisoning, poisoning him, poisoning him. Oh, those tricky words. So, They show up immediately. Georgia gets a job, like tries to get a job. And it's like with the mayor, uh, which is Scott Porter, who plays, I think his name is George or Mayor Paul. I don't love him. Did you watch Friday Night Lights? I did. I Jason Street. Yeah. So like, did you watch Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Okay. So like Jason Street was like, sure, sure, sure. The first episode. Like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But then I don't, I don't want to say I hated him because that's like too far. But like, because like Matt Saracen was my everything. Me too. Like I was not a Tim Riggins girl. I was a Matt Saracen. Me fucking too, which is. I'm going to a bad high five, but I'm shook that you're not a Riggins boy. No, I was Matt Saracen. (laughs) I get it. And his girlfriend's name was Julie, which is just ironic. But anyways. Also in Scream 4. Yes. Julie Taylor. Julie Taylor. I started to dislike him. I think it was because like... In this show, not in... In which show? No, no, no. In Friday Night Lights. Oh. Like I, I... And so I wasn't like a fan of him then. And I also wasn't like... Like, I was a team mom. Oh, my God. I'm fucking blanking on his name. In Heart of Dixie. The yes, blonde guy. The other guy. Yeah. Me as well. So I just like... I'm just not a fan of him in general. And of course, he played like similar to George like he played like basically the same role as George in this show yeah my favorite thing is Mae Whitman is obsessed with Friday Night Lights and 
over the course of her career, she's kissed like all of them. And it's like some like in shows. Oh, right? oh, 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 my God. Wait. Yeah. So Matt, who plays Ryan on Parenthood, is from Friday Night Lights. And then when in the montage at the very last scene, Jason Street is her new beau. I never finished Parenthood. What? I never finished it. What? Now I feel like I have to. Yo, it's good. So next, she gets a job with Paul, Mayor Paul. She like weasels her way in. And my probably my favorite, first of all, the hottest guy to me is Joe. I love Joe, who's the coffee shop owner. Yeah, so I'm definitely team Joe for like who I want Georgia with. That backstory I was not expecting how fucking good was that? That's the reason she ends up, she goes to Massachusetts in the because first place because they had that sweet interaction. And does she know that it's him? She knows it's him, yeah, because she says, like, when he says the name of the horses, she's like, huh, a horse named Milkshake or whatever, because that's what yeah. the story she told him. But then Jenny tells the story of the sunglasses, and he's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. He's like, I wish you didn't just tell me that. Yeah. Poor Joe, he loves her. Loved the Joe backstory. I want it more. I loved that he didn't know and he still thought she was charming and sweet and was like falling for her without that story. Well, and she, that's her like strong, she's so fucking charming Mm -hmm. that like anyone, because even like the mayor like falls into her trap of like, like he's like, I really don't need anyone. And she somehow weasels her way into like working for the mayor with zero background. Like they know nothing about yeah. this woman. She just moved in to the freaking city, which love the city. Yes. The yes. city is so fucking cute. And the fact that it was like fall, like fall fest, we, we fucking stand. bury me in a fall fest. Yeah, me too. Me as like, well. Like, why don't we have fall fest? Or just hang our corpses yeah. up at a fall fest. <laughs> It'll be right on brand. It does make me kind of wish that they would have released this like in September. Like it, it gave I me agree. so many fall they vibes. They might have had hopes to do that. That is true. Because it COVID. is a very fall show. Mm-hmm. I will say I started show. watching I this show at like... 9 p.m. And I I had all the lights off in my room, TV off, but I was like, let me put something on my laptop to fall asleep to, which I never do, but I was just like in a weird mood and nothing was making me happy that day. And I was like, I guess I'll just watch that show. And I hit play and I stayed up till like 1 a.m. watching because I was like, okay, this is bringing me joy. And I think you're right. It is kind of those like fall vibes. I loved the town they were in, classic like Richie, Massachusetts, very wealthy area, which is another reason why it's like they fit in. They bought this house. But her with all the credit cards. And when she got Austin's cards found by Paul, I was like, I'm going to die. Just kill me. And you also like hate that. You're like, no, you're not applying for a fucking credit card with your seven-year-old's information. She's just hoping that she gets that bajillion dollars and pays it off and everything's fine. Stressful. Well, I texted you where I said, I wish that the show was called Maxine and Sophie. Oh. Because like that, I was so invested in every element of that couple. <laughs> like, okay, I, let's get to it. Yeah. Because, all right, well, wait. So anyway, to, to wrap up Georgia's just like vague description is like she just starts messing with PTA moms and trying to make herself a name in this town and she's doing shady shit and stealing. But like she has way deeper storylines as it goes through, but we'll get to them. 
Jimmy is where I really have some thoughts. And at first, when they first showed Ginny, she's sitting in class and she tells off her teacher. And that's when Max is first like, <gasps> like, I love this girl. And yeah. this this first interaction, and Max is the best character in the whole show. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I totally she's agree so with that lovable, statement. Yeah. Honestly, just call it Max. I don't even need, to, and Sophie, like Max yeah. could date whoever the fuck she wants. I didn't specifically love Sophie. But she loved Sophie. Oh, big time. But I loved that Max, like one of the first things she said to Ginny was like, what's your sexual orientation? She's like, oh, there's no good gays around here. And I love that because every story is like a coming out story. Right. And I like this one. She's just like out and proud. Les. She's like, all right, let's go, yeah. baby. I loved Max. Yeah, I loved Max. too. Great friend. Best friend. The other two. Fuck it. Yeah, the other two fucking soft. The A and the N in Mang? Yeah. Fuck off. We could do without them. Oh, although we do have to dive into the short one because she has some issues. Right. Yeah, she does have... What's her? Abby? Yeah. Yeah. Abby, you get like a little bit more into like why Abby is the way she is. She obviously is... She has some like under... Exactly like issues yeah. going on with like her own shit. But I hated the scene with the fucking stealing. And they're like, oh, we didn't too. know that she was stealing. And I'm like, you fucking little bitches. They are the the kids from Happiest Season. Yes. <laughs> Putting the necklace in the bag and being like, no. Yes. I, but it's so, it is so charming. Like, I hated how Ginny is obviously a teenager. She's allowed to get mad at her mom all the time. But Georgia saved her so many times and everything she does is for her. And she is just a brat the whole fucking. Yeah, and she doesn't see it. Like, Max is like, I love Georgia. She's amazing. Yeah. Like, she's, and like, because she is. And it also took me like, not too long, but Shit's to realize fake. it was Jocelyn. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like the end of the first episode that I'm like, fucking Jocelyn. Like, because yeah. she looks totally different, but. Much better without that stupid Shit's Creek haircut. Yeah. She just like, Georgia is like more of like a friend mom. Whereas like, oh my God, I'm going to call her Jocelyn. What's the mom's name? Ellen. Ellen. Max I'm like, and Marcus I'm like it's mom. a mom's it's a mom name yeah she's more of like a mom so yeah, like of of, that's obviously why like max is like attracted to like oh my god georgia's so cool like and also she's like a hot ass young mom like she's like that actress is beautiful mm -hmm. oh my god wait how cool was the the deaf uh, representation of, from the dad i loved that that they're yes. all just talking in sign language the whole time that was so cool yeah yeah. And they're goofy and fun and cute couple. Yeah, they are. You bring up a good point, too, because this was a, a review that I saw. But like, yes, it's very easy to compare this to the Gilmore Girls uh, based on just like the the initial, hey, she's 30 and her daughter's 15 type thing. But the, the comparison really stops there. And like the one review 100%. said, like, this show actually highlights how much of like an emotional nightmare it would actually be to have a mom that constantly just wants to be your friend mm -hmm. and not your mom. And like, that was like the big difference I think is like you watch Gilmore girls and it's literally just like Lorelai and Roy are just like best buddies, just palling around town and like finish each other's jokes and know all of their references. And like throughout this, I do appreciate as, as frustrating as Ginny's storyline is I like the realisticness of it where she's just over it. Like, yeah, like, it's oh, I agree with that. Like, it's kind of like you have like those, um, you hear all those horror stories, well, not horror stories, but you hear those stories of like women who marry comedians and everyone's like, oh, you just must laugh all the time. And it's like, no, it's actually exhausting yeah. to be around him because of this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the stuff where it's, it's not the stuff where she's getting annoyed at her for like normal teenage stuff. It's, it's, 
when the sister shows up, Georgia's sister shows up and she fucking freaks out being like, you lied to me my whole life. And when Georgia finally admits to her, like, listen, I was sexually assaulted. I didn't, I don't feel the need to tell you this. You're a kid. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, that's the reason I keep it a secret and stuff. It's, that was a powerful moment. Yeah. And I'm like, you're being such a bitch, Jenny. Like, please stop. I mean, of course we know everything because we are the viewer. Yes. But I'm still like, I, I loved Jenny to start and I just became increasingly frustrated with her and she started getting a little bit katie hair and mean girls vibes like with the friend group yep. and getting really cocky yep. and i mean i liked a lot of her storylines i loved the biracial stuff with hunter I, even though that that conversation was getting some criticism the one they have in the bedroom where he, he says like oppression olympics or something and which we can get into later um i read a, a couple good um articles on it mostly i mean we can get into it right now i'll just do it very short mostly it's like in on netflix the biracial representation is almost always the white parent single parenting and it's like that's just not it, there's certain things where they are represent it's representation but you're not doing it to the full extent well it's it's kind of the same thing as like um in the 90s it was like always this popular thing of like the the white teacher coming into the black school district and cleaning up the place type attitude yeah right the whole focal point is how this one white person has saved an entire community and i love i love that so i brought it up on our bold type episode with cat and i loved it because it's not something i'm really exposed to so i like watching the conversation but even me i didn't pick up until i read the articles that it's still underrepresented and and maybe wrongly represented in the you know i'm like damn like there's still so much work to be done yeah but that's why i read the articles because i'm like i need to learn you know yeah the part that hit me the scene in the bathroom when the one girl's like i'm jealous of you because i can't just throw on a white wig a blonde wig and blend in oh yes and i was like holy shit what a line Mm -hmm. yeah that was a great line i've totally forgot i didn't write that down i forgot that about that character yeah what it was for me was i wasn't sure why she was mad at her at the Halloween, or not mad at her, but kind of judging her at the Halloween party or whatever the, whatever the emotion was. I don't think I understood why. I thought she was just being like, you chose Britney Spears. Like, I thought she wanted her to be like something like smarter or cooler, not just like basic. I thought she was judging her for being basic. And then that conversation, I was like, oh, fuck. Like she, yeah. she can do the blonde wig and it not be weird because she is mixed. Like, oh my God, so good. If I was at a party and a group of girls came down as all the different eras of Britney Spears, I'd be fucking licking that shit up. That's so good. Me too. That was an incredible, and then Max having two. I'm like, as if they could snake. Oh my God, fantastic. That fucking day, I think they were being Britney Spears and came up with those epic costumes. (laughs) Yeah, like while Jenny was working after school, they came up with that. That was easily Max's low point of the series, and I think probably her only low point. And I'll tell you, her high point was the performance she gave while going off and fighting with Ginny in the sides. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then the fight out in the hallway was good. And when when Ginny's like, Abby, I can't believe you fucking said it. And Abby's like, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> you Abby's actual like, whore. Fuck you. I know. Abby's like, 
Hunter, did you know that Jenny's cheating on you with Marcus? Fuck. <laughs> we haven't even said Marcus's name yet. I know. And you love him. Oh my God, do I? So like, I thought Hunter was the most cringe character of all time. Oh my God, no. when he was singing every, on Snapchat. I love, ev- I love Hunter. Every, <laughs> oh, Matt, you got some learning to do if you think he's charming. He, the tap, tan- the tap dance down the fucking oh, I hallway. That. I, I know that. you would enough. If you didn't dance, you probably would not. The tap dance on her birthday, that was her gift. Okay, Bye. I honestly loved that. I'll break he your feet. Mobbed yeah, he flash mobbed her. That's awesome. It was, it, for me, nah. it was the singing Snapchats in the morning. It was the, like, he's just- Happy Friday, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't deal with that. I was yeah. like, I'm going to do that to oh, no, every day I'm not now. saying I think Hunter's great in every way, but like- Hunter was fine. I like Marcus too, but like you can't backtrack now. You are team Hunter. You flat out said it. Oh, I'm team Hunter over the two. I was way more invested in George's love life than I was for Ginny, and I'll say that because Ginny was cringing me out. Like Ginny cringes me out. Honestly, we're gonna talk about cringe. She she sent Hunter the picture of the bra, and then immediately sends it to Marcus because Hunter didn't answer. I mean, with her face clearly face tuned, she like randomly has red lipstick on in that picture. Yeah, it's like I like. Liked it as a coming of age for Ginny, and I I love the actress who plays her. And when we get into the Taylor Swift stuff, I'm so glad that the actress who plays Ginny like spoke, spoke out, out because yeah. there's so much good in this show to for Taylor to make a comment about it is her right, but it's also like I hope it doesn't dissuade people from watching watch it. it because well I don't know because some Taylor Swift stands are sedans well I'll tell you that it, it could go either way it could go that it will dissuade people from watching but Taylor put it on like a national thing by tweeting that people could be like oh I'm, I want to check that out True. like I'll, I'll lo- watch the show just for that line to find the line well and- so I didn't watch the show till after that because remember I sent it to you and I was like I yeah. cannot believe you were you told me to watch this after some, they're throwing shade at Taylor Swift and I was waiting for it and it's not till the last episode that oh, she really? says it. Yeah, it's not till the very last episode. Damn, I thought it was early. No, it's the very last episode. So like, I was like, where the fuck does she even say this? And it's like literally when Jenny and Georgia are fighting and she's like, you go through more guys than Taylor Swift. Okay, so I think I read this on our last episode, but one of our episodes, but Wait, I'm going to read it again. I'm out. Yeah. You do this, but then we have to go through the Hunter and Marcus okay. thing because we just totally jumped over that. Oh, do you want to just save Taylor? Because I have a lot to say. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll be back to the Taylor thing. Yeah, we'll be back. I thought Marcus was such like a hottie bad boy. Like hmm. loved him. Like I texted Kathleen because you guys know I have a past with like thinking young boys are hot. And <laughs> when I say that, I'm I mean scared. like 19. Okay, I'm not like whatever. I'm scared. Anyways, and Kathleen was like, no, hot, like 100 oh, yeah, percent hot. hot, definitely hot. So like the whole like coming to her bedroom window at night like okay scream billy loomis yes we okay need that. that's the one thing i fucking hate it and what in tv shows i die joel you could knock on my door <laughs> at any given day and i will look fucking disgusting like there's no way i will Same. ever look presentable it's the climbing through the window and texting like i'm at your front door type thing and not having to be like fuck like I'm disgusting. I haven't showered in 10 days. Like, yeah. Shit like that. That whole trope in general for me, but no. And and especially with the whole like Ginny with like the hurting herself and the flame. But that and her- was why like I'm like fuck yeah that he keeps doing that because he like she's like no one would know that she's doing that to herself until yeah. he came through the window the one night and she was like Ginny what the fuck like yeah. what are you doing he was really good about it yeah like he was like are you okay like whatever and, and like continues continuously checked up on her which like 
you like love to see like mm-hmm. they cover a lot on this show of, like a lot of like they cover they cover like body um dysmorphia and like yeah. hurting yourself like there's like a lot of things going on that they don't like i guess now they're putting it more in shows but like there's a lot covered yeah i was honestly shocked by abby's the duct tape on the legs i've never seen that before Mm-mm. so in the episode where when the guy makes strip, that comment yeah they're playing strip or truth or dare they're gonna switch clothes and she freaks out i was like oh, i feel really bad for her oh i or how about when she's like giving that guy a lap dance and he like oh, says well, like yeah, that's get off like thunder sh- thigh calls her something and i'm like she's i will literally fucking, 10 pounds yeah i will fucking kill that guy that guy can fuck off i was mad yeah fuck that i mean all the basically all the friends that are all of Hunter, hunter's friends marcus yeah and then max and Ginny. i'm like i don't care about you yeah, at you all. Can all go but Marcus, so me and Matt talked about the very uncomfortable comment that Marcus makes the first time him and Ginny have sex when he says, will two fingers fit? We didn't need that. And he then claims a couple episodes later that he did not know he was taking her virginity. So why would you ask that question? It was his virginity too. I know, guys. We find that out the last episode. but I think you phrased that wrong. Doesn't he say, like... Can I add another finger? No, he no, literally, he literally says, says, "Does will two do you fingers think two fit? fingers will fit?" And she's because like, he's inexperienced, and she's like, "Yeah, I guess so. he's inexperienced." True, and he's that's hot. why he says it. I don't think it's like what what is cringe to you about it? No, just like don't ask me, just do it. I think it was like he was trying to be a sweet boy. I mean, I don't. I, I just I would. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's cringe. Like cringe, like to a watcher, just being like, "Oh God!" Any, <laughs> it's any classic young sexual experience, right? I mean, true. I think we just get a vibe from him previously of like him, like making out with his, like that. This is like a very experienced boy. Like you don't. We What's don't, her name? Padma. Padma. Did I make that up? Padma and him seem like they were probably banging. They're banging all the time. Yeah, they're banging, and apparently not. Him and Ginny, they just did it for me. I loved them. Yeah, I mean, I vote for Marcus, but I wish that she would just tell Max. Like, this could have all been totally avoided. The issue of it all is that she fucked him immediately. It's not like, I like your brother, I, I'm trying to kiss him, we've kissed a few times. It's like, we fucked yeah, I fucked and your then, brother. And then the way she found out was through those horrid, cringy texts we've already been talking about. About the text, like, are you touching yourself? Did you finish? Like, Jesus fucking. <laughs> and then she Christ. uses her toothbrush. And then they show a scene like at the like in her, her bed, up, yeah. and it's like all fucked oh up. Oh my god, gnarly. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's hilarious. It is a funnier show than I thought it was going to yeah. be. I laughed a lot while watching it. I think I truly felt like joy, like exactly what you said. Like you needed something to like make you feel happy. Like I felt happy watching it. Like yeah. I really, really enjoyed watching it. And that could have been like because I loved Georgia, I loved Max, like I loved Marcus. So I was like really, obviously, characters make or break a show. If you fucking love anyone, you you're yeah. invested. But Hunter didn't do it for me. And even when he performed and sang that song, I was like still not into this. I liked the tap dance. I liked the family dinner at his family. Oh, I did like that. Yes. That was really cute and sweet. But I think. Just in general, for us, we know that Jenny's heart's not fully in it because she has Marcus, and I think that deters us from liking him as much as we possibly could. It would it would take, for us to also like Hunter, it would take us really liking Hunter. Like, he would have to be an awesome written character. This isn't going to be a show where you're, like, there's going to be Team Hunter and Team Marcus. Like, the show narratively is very much telling us who the who we are supposed to be rooting for. I guess where my sympathy lies with Hunter is that I actually 
feel bad for him because he's so in the dark that like Ginny's not as interested in him as he is in her, but he's like putting in all that. Like he puts in more effort than Marcus does. And like, that's where like, I almost feel bad for him is that like, he's putting in the effort. He's trying really hard to be like a good boyfriend and he's not getting like any of that reciprocated. In fact, not only is he not getting that reciprocated, but his girlfriend is like actively fucking and sending photos to somebody else while it's happening. So like, there's that part of me that's just like, yeah, I like Hunter. He's been done dirty in this show. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to think too, like, yes, she does him dirty for sure. But when you're like a young girl who's never had a boyfriend, you're like, you obviously are into like, like she is into Hunter. She just obviously likes Marcus more than she likes Hunter. And she knows that Marcus is like emotionally not available and it's Max's brother. But like when you're not getting that attention from someone else, you're like, I need to find someone that I'm going to get this fucking attention from. And Marcus is there. Like it's fucked up, but like, of course she's going to jump to Marcus. That's like, damn, like you look sexy. And it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm going to continue this conversation. Cause nothing worse than like sending a risky text and you see them typing and then no response. Yeah. That's like the biggest fuck you of all time. And then of course he was like, I was like, I don't know. What was he doing? Reading a book or something. He was reading like, he was reading it for her. Yeah. He read an entire book so that they could talk about it. Oh, so he I, had something to that. talk about with I her. I missed that. That's what yeah, I mean. Like he puts in, he yeah. puts in more work than what, what is was necessary. this? The Odyssey? Uh, maybe, no. no. <laughs> I want to yeah. say it was something that was like was, a Jane Austen novel or something. It was. I yeah. can't remember. Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Odyssey. That's <laughs> yeah. so interesting. What? You said that because I just brought up the Odyssey the other day. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why. I made a stupid joke about the Odyssey the other day. I don't know why I was thinking it was that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> We've got brainwaves. Yeah. Just in general, the way they portray like high school friendships, like in that text groups, Joel, like when they're going back and forth, and it's like just like Ginny in bed getting yeah. texts in a group, and then they were separately texting, being like, "Is that what you really want about the pajama pants?" Pajamas, yeah. And that it really is what it's like to be a girl in high school, and that gags me. Even like a girl now, but like not in that sense of like meanness just being like if you want to vent like we're not really in like any group cha- yeah. chats but if i ever want to vent to you like i'll text you something like and i'll just like stare at your name like kathleen 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 and like before i hit send Dude, because i am yeah. like so fucking paranoid about sending like a text to the wrong person but you need your girlfriends for that but like it was like yeah it was like stupid shit and you could tell that jenny was like Katie Harron is like the perfect example because that's really like mm-hmm. like Bax is amazing never would compare her to Regina George the other two were like I don't know Followers. Like, yeah but you can tell she's just like overwhelmed with friendship and she's just like kind of just like playing it yeah they move around so much safe, yeah it's like Ginny is gaining popularity and she likes it right which is the Katie Harron of it all but Abby the whole time keeps making crazy comments like everyone loves Jenny. Jenny's coming. Jenny this, Jenny that. And it's like, okay, she's got like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha syndrome. I don't understand where that's coming from. She was a bitch right off the jump. So did either of you get the vibe that like Abby had something for Max? Because I think Abby wanted something with anybody. Because I was like getting that vibe. Like I'm like, like did they hook up or something? My gaydar is 
perfection. And I had that thought slightly. Yeah. But I there was no evidence. Yeah, there was zero. That's yeah. Did they lay out the the order of the relationship? How if, they like, became Abby, friends? Like if Abby was like the most recent friend that there's this wary that like like oh. there's that excitement of like I'm the new mod like I'm the new model. I'm like the exciting addition to the group mm. and now there's this new addition to the group and now I'm the old model. Like, I feel like they say like they've been they've the three of them have been friends since they were young or something. Like maybe yeah I can't yeah. remember. But I good, I good like I think though. it was because like like I got that vibe too because she was like oh like we've all like made out with each other like she like says yeah, that and then yeah. like maybe like you said like just wanting to be like wanted by not even like sexually just like by your friends like you want to feel important and you're not getting that like attention like yeah maybe she was closer with max because i can't even think of the other friends. i've name. absolutely felt that though like i like in an unrelated situation like i've had there was like a group of friends and i kind of brought these two friends together and it was like really exciting because it was like the He's trio talking about us no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> it was like but it was like oh we're like this trio we like hang out all the time we talk all the time and then like suddenly you find out that like well now these two people that you introduced are, are like hanging out. out and not inviting, inviting you, you and mm-hmm. like that's fine that's totally fine but like there is that part of you that's like well why aren't like yeah why well, haven't i created you yeah yeah no totally i mean i think everyone has that like when it's like your close friends and they like hang out without you like you're kind of just like damn like yeah i mean that's just like the feeling of being left out as i get older like i'm like no one texts me no one i don't want to hang out with anybody but when especially when you're young and like you find out that abby's like got family shit going on so like yeah. i think her friends are really like all she has like she hasn't really been with anybody like you can tell she wants to be wanted but like yeah, she's you, we don't about see it all the wrong ways. we don't see her like rom- like romantically with anybody throughout season one i could see abby getting a shit ton of development in the second season and quickly becoming like a favorite character of everybody. Yeah, because she was cool and funny in some parts and then other parts she's just really... Like, I think we're going to get more of that backstory and she's going to like turn into the character that you like really sympathize and love in season two. I was thinking about how iconic Max is just as like a friend at first. Like top five best first impressions of a character in any show ever. But it wavered for one second when she was at the lunch table and was just like, we should skip, we should go, we should go. And I was like, one of them looks at her and is like, Max, stop it, chill. And I really thought it was going to be like, oh no, she, she got the crazy girl, the not so girl. But everything past that, just absolute love. But I was thinking like, it must be so, she's from Degrassi, which I didn't. I don't watch so Max's. I, yeah, probably a later year to grab. Is this another Canadian show? I actually don't think so. I was only thinking that because Jocelyn from Schitt's Creek and Degrassi. Yeah, right. Degrassi, whatever. The- Degrassi. How fun it must have been for that actress and how blown up because she is so cool and it, I, I don't think anyone could play that part as good as that girl did. She really popped off and yeah. sh- and shone, shined. She was as phenomenal, Max. and I agree. Like her fighting with Jenny while performing was so fucking. I kept being like, don't, don't, Jenny, do not screw this up for her. What a selfish, selfish thing to do. She's about to do, she's been practicing this for forever. You're on the sidelines, just take her out off her game, but nobody could take Max off her fucking game. She was slaying. Like, even just the comedy in her being like, 
yelling at Ginny and then going on stage in this like really hammy way. Oh God, she was killing. Yeah, it. and you're so right because it could have waited. Like you guys are fucking neighbors. You could have went over at any point. And like, if I was Ginny, I would want to have the conversation with not those other two girls there. Like I would want to have a one-on-one conversation yeah. just being like, what the fuck's up? Like, what is going on? What did I do to hurt you? Like, you're my best friend. Like, and of course, Jenny has nothing to say at that point when she's like, you are fucking my brother, yeah. like my twin brother. But yeah, like she, uh, I totally agree. I was worried about it getting screwed up. And like the whole, most of season one is like the preparation of this show. And she lands the role that she wants. And like, you're so excited for Max and she kills it. Please. Bravo, Max. But yeah, I agree. I was like, if Jenny fucks this up, I swear. So the other thing kind of, kind of ballsy on Ginny's part and also says a lot about how self-absorbed she is, right? Because let's think about this. All three of us, I can confidently say without knowing for sure that we have been in a situation where we may have even just accidentally said something that may have hurt a friend and they don't respond to like a text message and we convince ourselves that it's that. It's death. The world is crumbling. But Ginny knows what she's doing and is still like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like there's nothing that runs through your head. That's like maybe possibly Max has figured out what's going on. So true. (laughs) Yeah. But also at the same time, it's like in Jenny's mind, like she's like, Marcus would never tell like Marcus would never tell. Abby saw it. So yeah, but Abby was like, I didn't see anything. Like I'm not going to hurt Max because she's already just been hurt. Oh, sweet Max. I know. But the show was like also like the next day. So you have to take that into consideration. Like I think Jenny truly thought we will never get caught. This will never come out in the open unless me or Marcus speaks of it. Oh, no. And I get that. But I just think even if I'm thinking like even if I was in those shoes, if I was in Marcus's shoes. Yeah, you'd be like she knows. Like as soon as she's being as soon if you and I live together and I know that I'm doing something that's going to make you really upset and I'm keeping it a secret and then one day you come in really upset I'm immediately jumping to shit she figured it out that's a perfect example (laughs) there's just no way I agree but that that just goes to show Ginny is like in her own world she's in her own world and she gets very annoying like I'm genuinely annoyed I was like really anytime Ginny was on a scene I was like okay but give me Georgia give me Max give me anybody really other than I actually hated the ending what was the ending again like her and Austin like running off on a motorcycle oh to Boston to live with Zion I, I don't know where the fuck I was they were assuming going. that's where yeah, they that's were. That's my going. guess. Is, yeah. yeah, they're going to Zion. Zion's so high. I know. I loved her, him in Georgia. I love that idea of like two people and that are just chose, like he was like you clearly like love this guy. Like I'm, it's I ain't it. Like yeah, this guy is it. And Jenny doesn't know that. And Jenny's like, you made my dad go away again. Like you did this to my dad. And she's like, your dad fucking chose to leave. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's just like a lot going on, but I would love to see it continue and like be for a couple seasons. Um, Cause I want more, like I want more of like what's going to happen with the money situation. Cause she keeps like playing the guy that's investigating her like left and right. Yeah. I mean, she is like, like Matt said, like I, 20 steps ahead at all times. I mean, it is but the number one show on Netflix, creeping. like two weeks running. So it is definitely getting a second season i think yeah. it, i'm not sure if it already got picked up or not they have to renew it we have so many unanswered questions let's before we wrap it up let's briefly talk about austin because we didn't really talk about him at all oh, good point um Austin's gonna kill somebody if they don't like my favorite scene in this whole show is him hanging out with the therapist outside like that scene where he's like 
they're just like playing catch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he's like, Well, would it be weird if I walk like this? And he's like, Yeah. And like like that reminded me so much of how I play with like my nieces and nephews. Like yeah. I'll just be goofy, but like it is brilliant in the way that he uses that to like get Austin to open up because Austin really does need a therapist. Oh, like, absolutely. Like in the they worst both way. Do. I think Jenny when he does stabs too. the other kid in the hand. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, this is going to cut to something else. It's faking me out. And no, then, I love that. I'm like, fuck that kid. No, He's so no, mean. it's so brutal. No, I mean, I stand by you. Okay. I stand by, by you. Wait, <laughs> hey, I forgot his name. I meant to say I stand by you, Austin. Yeah, I, forgot his name. I love Georgia's taglines throughout the whole series. I can't name a single one, but pretty much like when you're down, you you hit back. Basically, she had a bunch of different like ones a little like fortune cookie lines basically. that were like yeah. from her whole life. Like her Zion's mom said one of them to her that she, which she repeats back to her kids. Like certain ones she gets, which I loved. But for Austin's sake, like Ginny is sweet, right? Like Ginny may have fucked up, but she's like a good person she's sweet i feel like austin has been seeing a lot of things that fucked up stuff yeah like he needs help and he like her being like just punch him right in the fucking face like him punching the kid in the face and then georgia threatening the kid to silence right in front of him like that's not good i'll tell you the the most uncomfortable i got watching the show where i was like oh no, something really bad's going to go down. And then it wasn't that bad, mm. but it was when Ginny walked into her room and Austin was just sitting in the corner and I was like, yo, does he have the gun? Like, I like went yeah. through like a million different things. I'm like, yo, he's going to fucking kill his sister. <laughs> like, what's about to happen? Yeah, you and, guys went real, d- I mean, I didn't, I don't think that You didn't badly. get the Austin dark vibes? I got the dark vibes, but I didn't think he was going to shoot Ginny. I just, oh. <laughs> no, well, but I, I just think, think I was like, something either. really fucked up's about to happen. And then it was just that he found out that like, his mom was writing Him the letters the notes and saying that his dad like lived in Hogwarts or something. Again, good intentions by Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now that's another thing that we're, we'll probably get in season two of his dad because she was like, you put our return address on those letters. Yeah. So there's definitely something going on with his dad too. I will say that if Georgia was just a little more upfront, the kids wouldn't be doing such crazy things. Yeah. yeah. She just keeps everything from there. There's, there's definitely like, you don't have to sit down and tell them the whole thing, but like, I feel like Ginny is at an age where you could at least be like, look, I need to let you know that my name is actually an alias and that really bad things happened to me when I was a girl and we cannot let this information... Like, yeah. she's she's old enough to handle that information. I agree. Like, yeah. I've been meeting to Google interviews with Georgia's actress because her Southern accent is so damn charming. I know that cannot be her accent in real life. But how charming is her? Every time she talks, I was smiling. Wait, so you never got into your Taylor Swift thing? Oh, I don't really have to. I'll read the. I'll read it one last time because it is so interesting. I think we can't not read the tweet. Taylor Swift, a couple days after the show dropped, tweeted, Hey, Ginny and Georgia, 2010 called and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny? Also, at Netflix, after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you, broken heart. Happy Women's History Month, I guess. And this is after, in the 10th episode, Ginny says to Georgia, what do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift. Now, I get it. Lazy joke. When I watched it, I thought, that's not funny. Not even in a 
feminist sexist way which it is but in a way where it's like that's an old ass joke like even if it if the sexism and shit wasn't a problem it's not funny i didn't even take it as something because it's like a heated argument like she's not like they're not like messing around in that scene which almost makes it worse because it's like using taylor swift as like the absolute worst person you could be as a as a girl i think (laughs) like exactly what you said it's just outdated like it's just kind of like you could have said you could have just said like you go through men more than anyone i've ever known or like yeah (laughs) something it is 2010 called is hilarious first of all the tweet is scorching hot like an amazing tweet but it's also like listen i i really hope like i said earlier that this doesn't dissuade people from watching it because these people work so hard and and i know Ginny was getting the actress like Ginny was getting shit for it and it's like she didn't write she, the line yeah, she didn't write the script i can't believe it got through so many iterations of the script it's just straight up not funny it's one thing if it's like a scorching hot joke and it's and it's like shady like it's like oh that's probably gonna get some heat but funny like recently on the as the bell rings no that's saved the by the rings. bell reboot they make a joke about selena gomez and like lupus they make a joke about like oh, I heard her about liver that. and it's like or transplant or kidney or whatever. Yeah. And it it wasn't meant to be like hurtful. Yeah, but it got so much heat and and it's not why I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it eventually, but I'm like damn, one stupid joke and it just explodes and every article you Google about that show is about that and Taylor knows her reach. So there's two ways. It probably helped them, honestly. Taylor is so large that it probably brought more eyes to the show. But at the same time, it's like, I'm so glad the actress who played Ginny said something about it because Taylor... You don't have to comment on every fucking thing. Everyone no, get, everyone th- gets shit on sometimes. And that's kind of one of those things where I feel like at a certain point of your like celebrity dumb, like you just got to take it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like like it's like it's just going to happen. Yeah, you're Taylor, you're doing better than the guy that wrote the fucking script. Like yeah. that's not yeah. I know. And I'm a Swifty as hell. Like in this room I'm the biggest Swifty here, but I'm like I saw it. I I went I I winced at the joke in the show and I winced at the tweet. I was talking to someone who's like such a diehard T-Swift fan and even she was like, like, let's not pretend that Taylor doesn't have a little bit of slut shaming past as well. Like, yeah, like, literally, like, this is like the one hill that you don't have the moral high ground enough to like die on. Yeah, like, cue better than revenge <laughs> off of Speak Now. Yeah, yes. like, come oh on. my god! First of all, that song is fantastic. It's a fantastic song, but she knows that girls are petty. Whatever, it's just a line. You don't have to say anything about it. And I, I, I stand with Ginny and Georgia. Although you're kind of fucking stupid if you think you can come for Taylor Swift and she ain't gonna clap back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't come for Taylor Swift in 2021. So the actress that played Jenny, Antonia Gentry, came back and said, as someone who grew up feeling voiceless and unimportant and who did not see herself reflected on screen, Jenny Miller was finally a reprieve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, she posted a long ass thing, but. That, yeah, that was just a piece of it that E! News. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm shared. glad that she was like, these are the benefits of watching this show. This is like, yeah, what like you'll don't see. not watch this because of one yeah, stupid line. There's great representation in the show. Might yeah. not be spot on, and I might have shit on Jenny this entire episode, but I loved it, and I can't wait for her to get better. Yeah. Like, I know I love her. I She will get better. I know it, but she's yeah. just annoying in this season. She is. And if any of our listeners are like people that attack 
actresses and actors just for don't. shit like this just don't do don't better do yeah. i hate it i well, hate it this girl's what fucking 16 17 years yeah. old yeah leave her the fuck alone and with that being said Jane we're gonna Georgia. wrap it up if you haven't watched Jenny and georgia and you just listened to this episode <laughs> we spoiled everything but <laughs> you should still watch it because like me and kathleen said it gave us pure joy and happiness yeah we loved it yep and we can't wait for a season two. We hope that there is one. There yeah, or any shit I talked on it is only because I care. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? We do. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>